Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is being a Christian in today's world. Now, here's our young adults. Good, good day. Um, well, we, the young adults, are providing the, the worship service, as you see, and we're about to have our, um, our um, messages for the day, um, but also provided by our young adults. Um, one of the things, the theme of it is um, how to be a Christian in today's world. And back in the 50s, for example, especially in places like my hometown, um, religious diversity meant there was a Baptist church on one corner, a Catholic church over here, Seventh-day Adventist church here, and um, pretty much the whole entire city considered themselves Judeo-Christian. Now... We deal with more and more challenges. We, it's often referred to as we're in like this post-Christian world where we're getting closer and closer. Christianity may become a minority, um, especially places like Los Angeles, which is people from all over the world um, come and move here. And there's just a lot of different beliefs out there. And so we have these challenges. I've... I've was talking to my young adults, and I read this story where a pastor uh, was in a uh, mall, and all he did was he shared he, um, his faith to someone, and this was a mall here in America, and he was arrested for criminal trespassing and, um, and um, illegal solicitation. So... We come across our different challenges. Um, so we're just going to have our young adults, we've asked them to share their experiences. Maybe it's a positive experiences in this world, um, uh, um, or they might have their own challenges. But we're about to hear that right now. Jamie is going to start, and then Alyssa and Brock are going to share, and then Travis will right after that. So we're still looking forward to them coming up at this time. Okay, hi everyone. My name is Jamie and happy Sabbath. I'm not used to talking <laughs> in front of people, so bear with me. But I did put it on my phone just in case I forget things. Um, when Pastor asked me to do this, I thought about it for a long time. Because I am shy, I don't, I don't speak to a lot of people, but... I know this is what God wants me to do, so I am here. Okay. So, I want to tell you what it's like to be a Christian in today's world. Like anything, sometimes it's hard. Um, I'll give you guys an example. Let's say at work, my boss would always get stressed out. Like, he'll just be paranoid. And I'm just there looking at him like, can you just calm down? But I cannot tell him that because, you know, he's my boss. So I just gave him this, like, you know, this personality where you just, like, really calm down and relax. And I feel like sometimes he wonders why I'm like that. It's like, why don't you just stress out over this? 
and I would want to like show it to him that being a Christian is you know kind of like showing to them that you you know you should just relax because you know God will take care of everything so um yeah I okay let's, let's just go on <laughs> okay people these days tend to believe in only scientific based facts most of my peers are not Christian and they have their own beliefs, which differ from mine. As a young adult, sometimes older adults don't consider us seriously. They'll say things like, there's still a lot of choices out there or a lot of religions to practice and so on. I would try to enlighten them on the benefits of being a Christian, but it's about having the faith in God no matter what happens in our life through trials and tribulations. We Christians are willing to stand up for what we believe in. Now that I'm older and getting the chance to spread my wings and fly, I have realized there will always be hardships and difficult decisions throughout my life. (laughs) And I find comfort. Okay, guys, I'm a cry baby. And, like, every time I feel this, I know God is, you know, surrounding me. And I find comfort in having the Christian faith as my moral compass. But what matters the most is the connection we have in God and each other. Because when we fully accept him in our heart, impossible things will be possible, and good things will be great things. Thank you. really touching. Now I'm all nervous, too. Um, hi, my name's Alyssa. This is Brock. Um, well, I thanks to my parents, I grew up in this church, and um, they've raised me to be Christian Adventist. I remember when we would, it was time for bed, like, they just tucked me in. It's like, okay, prayer time. Like, being Christian is who I've always been. It's who I still am. And I didn't find it challenging at all until I went to a public high school. Um, as soon as people found out I was Christian, there was like this, you know, invisible barrier that would go up and they'd be like, oh, okay, well, she's Christian. She's a goody two-shoes. She's going to judge us if we like invite her here. So there was always this like disconnect almost. Um, but I realized that if I just stuck to my beliefs and if I just like held on to God and trusted, you know, everything will play out as long as I have faith everything does work out well. Like, for example, as soon as I started talking to Brock, I told him right away, like, oh, I'm Christian, I go to church, it's super important to me, and now he's, like, up here with me. So um, that's just one example. So it's pretty awesome. Um, Now I go to an Adventist college, and there I'm surrounded by a community of students and faculty who are so supportive and who are always there and understanding. And it's just really comforting to have that And I feel like my confidence in my religion and my relationship with God has just grown so much being there. And, yeah, now I'm really happy and I'm really excited that, you know, I can be an example to my friends who may not be Christian and I can, you know, show that it's okay to be Christian at this age. It's okay to go to church on the weekend. And so, yeah. (laughs) 
Hello, my name is Brock. Um, so for me growing up, when I was younger, um, my grandma, she went to a Lutheran church. And we would, my family would never really go, just kind of on like holidays. And as, as kids, it was kind of geared more for elders. So our kids didn't really have fun. So we stopped going, even on holidays. So we never went to church. And um, I still believed in God and um, know that, like knew that I had God with me, but I kind of didn't know why. I just like, oh, I, I'm Christian, but I didn't know why. And then when I started dating her, she told me how important um, going to church, or, you know, coming to church was for her. And um, she expressed that she really wanted me to come. And at first, I was really intimidated. And I, I don't know why. Like, I, this is probably the most, like, welcoming and um, just good group of people. And I even had my cousin, um, he would invite me to go to church with him. And I was scared as well. I was intimidated. But I didn't know why. I just didn't want to go. And then, obviously, when I started dating her, she's like, it's really important to me. I was like, well, I kind of have to go now. <laughs> and um, so here, I, I mean, I never would have thought I'd be up here talking in front of a whole church. But it's but it's great. Um, it's been very, uh, it's been a good experience. I'm, we've been going to all this, we're trying to go to all the Sabbath schools, and I'm always awake and ready, and I call her, and half the time she's not, so, yeah, I'm ready, but, yeah, it's been really fun, but um, I have, like, friends that are like, oh, let's hang out on, like, Saturday morning, I'm like, oh, I can't, I have church, and they'll be like, oh, okay, and they kind of, like, seem, like, not, like, offended by it, but just like, oh, like, okay, I guess, and so that's been not odd for me, but it kind of makes me feel good, like, you know, I'm coming to church, and you're, like, kind of offended that I'm going, so, but when I was growing up, and I'd, like, hear, like, oh, you're Christian, I thought it was always good, and, um, but for some reason, other people just look at it in, like, almost a bad way sometimes, and when my, when she asked me to come to church, and when my cousin asked me to come to church, I was like, oh, that's scary, like, I feel, like, intimidated, like, I'm gonna be judged, so I kind of was part of them, too, but coming and realizing it's just, like, the most welcoming group of people, and it's been really fun, so... Good morning, everybody. Happy Sabbath. It's been a beautiful Sabbath morning, right? Amen? Amen. Okay. Well, for those that don't know me, my name is Travis. I am 25 years old. Uh, just, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my background. I grew up at an Adventist. Thank you, Mom and Dad. And um, I grew up at Adventist most of my life. Uh, I went to school right here in uh, Montebello. I lived in L.A. my whole life. And then I left to school in Santa Cruz. And that's where my faith completely slipped. And um, I went against God, and I didn't believe in God. But thank God, towards the end of my college career, he restored my faith, and here I am today. And I have not looked back since, so amen to that. So, how you feel about being a Christian today? That's the topic, right? Uh, It's not easy. And if you're young, it's definitely not any easier. And I would say, for the young people, even if you're not a Christian, it's not easy. Um, And so, one of the most fascinating things I found out about when I was starting to study the Bible was the time period we are in today. And I just want to bring up a text from the Bible. It's a Matthew chapter 24, verse 37 through 39. It says, But as in the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. 
For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And so I've always wondered what that means. And, you know, you think about stories like Sodom and Gomorrah and all these places, and you think, how wicked could the world really get? Well, I think in nowadays, you, we kind of see a glimpse of that. And like my grandma, if you ever watch those Spanish news channels, oh boy, is that scary stuff. <laughs> I thought the American channels were scary. Man, that's, like, that's no filter there, I'll tell you that. So, my life today as a Christian, it's tough. It's not easy. And I always tell people, when you take the steps to follow Christ, you're going to have a lot of battles in your way. But thank God we have, a, we have Jesus Christ that can fight our battles for us. So, amen to that. And so, uh, you know, I, in this day and age, it, the devil has every type of snare to capture the minds of the youth that he can possibly do. Whether it's music, our ears, our eyes, there's almost no... Have you guys ever driven down the freeway and seen those ads? My goodness, the stuff they put out there. So we got to be careful. And so uh, I like to think back to the story of Peter. And when we focus our eyes on God and focus on Jesus, we don't fall. He was able to walk on water. But if we look at the storm and if our faith shakes, that's when we fall. But you know, God is so merciful that when we fall... He picks us back up. And I don't think the devil has any more pleasure in life than seeing a Christian fall. But you know what? We keep going. So when you live life as a Christian, you gain a whole new perspective. You know, the Bible says you get new eyes to see, you get new ears to hear. And it's so true because when I was going against God, I seen the world this way. And then when you're with God, you see the world this way. And boy, is the world so much more beautiful because we have hope. And so I commute over to El Segundo for work. I'm in the IT industry. I work with computers. And when you, when you take a train in L.A., you're going to see a lot of stuff, I'll tell you that. And uh, there's a lot of good things I've seen, but there's a lot of wicked, bad stuff I see. And I see a lot of these young kids, they get on the train, and, you know, they're, 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 they're lighting up cigarettes, and, you know, they have these electronic vaporizers now and where you can totally mask the smell and you, you couldn't even tell if someone smoked or they're 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 listening to their music and i'm a couple rolls down and i could hear it just as clearly as them you know but you know it's not their fault it's just it's just the way the world is going there's just there's these terrible influences on these kids life and you know as messengers of god we got to be that light for them sometimes and so um when my company celebrates any occasion, there's almost always alcohol. Um, the food choices my company chooses to prepare for us usually are the unclean foods the Bible says we ought not to eat. And it's just amazing to me how, you know, when the world just kind of does its own thing, it will just naturally go against the Word of God. Um, and I believe that comes from like the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve. It's just human nature is just rebellion. And so we always got to try our best to focus on Jesus to, to get us back on our path. And on my daily commute on the train, uh, I never really done this before, but I started doing devotionals in the morning. And boy, has the change been apparent in my life because days where I start off just, you know, 
learning about God and, and, and whether it's Christian books, I don't necessarily just read the Bible on the train, but I like to put like podcasts or videos or whatever I can do. And I tell you what, those days where I start off devoting my mornings to God, I have so much more energy despite how little sleep I got the night before. Or, you know, those days it just seems like you have this armor and there is nothing in this world that can really phase you and bring you down. And the days that I don't do that, I, I feel, in a sense, weaker. It's, it's, it's the craziest phenomenon in my life. And I, I speak with a lot of my peers and a lot of uh, young people. And, um, you know, it's okay when someone doesn't believe in God. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. And uh, we got to pray for these people. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they have no idea about this this battle between good and evil that's going on in our world and you know these these young people are you know a lot of young people have trouble sleeping at night that, that's, that's like a really big thing nowadays and they they're just haunted by i, I believe is like demonic spirits and so if you know someone like that you gotta pray for them that's the only chance we have sometimes in those battles and so uh in my christian walk i started really learning about the power of prayer and how important that is for us. Because we have these cell phones here, and these things go bad and they go buggy. And But, you know, there's a form of communication with God that can never go down, you know, no matter what happens. You know, I had Wells Fargo this week, and if anyone has them, their whole system went down this week. And I had a fraudulent charge on my account, and boy, man, that was crazy, but... You know, when we pray to God, he's always listening. You know, our prayers do not land on deaf ears. You know, there's sometimes, and the thing I realize is, you know, God isn't a genie. It's not you pray for this and it will happen. But we still pray for things because we want to ask God for stuff. Because God wants to be our problem solver, right? And so, as I started doing my prayer life, I tried to, you know, pray before I go to sleep now and or whenever I can, um, you know, I started just praying for myself. And that gets old real quick. Because you start asking for the same things over and over. But the power really comes in prayer, and that really takes off, is when you start praying for each other. And you start praying for other people. And that's when the prayer life really starts to get really cool. And, you know, sometimes some prayers aren't answered right away. Sometimes a prayer might be answered 40 years from now. That's why we must never give up. <laughs> You know, our, our day and age right now is we're so fascinated with superheroes, right? And we know this they're not real. We know it's just special effects. But, you know, God has given us a trait where we can, we can kind of just go through life unfazed. And things that bring people down will not harm us because God protects us. And we shouldn't dwell on the bad things in life. There's a lot of things in life we cannot change. And so I, I, I really encourage everyone to just... Focus on your life and your relationship with God. And so, uh, let's see here. And so, you know, and and that special trait God gives in us as a Christian that, that I'm learning and figuring out on my own, and I'm still young, i got a lot to learn. But, you know, Christians, there's something about us that we don't give up. You know, Christian... No matter what the storm is out there, we, have, we are a people and we, we, we can go. You know, God just doesn't take us away from the storm. He will give us, he gets us through the storm. God doesn't just put out the fire. He gets us 
through the fire. Sometimes we're in the fire with God, and he protects us. And so we have to, I like to dwell on that. You know, these are things that go on in my head. And so uh, I want to read you guys a, a little thing from one of my uh, books that, I was, that I've been reading. And I don't know if you guys have friends out there, maybe a son or daughter, cousin, nephew, coworker. Um, you know, maybe you're praying for them, and you don't see the results. You know, the people aren't changing. It seems like they're getting worse. They're just choosing the wrong habits. But, you know, and, and sometimes that's very discouraging. I know it was for me. You know, I have some cousins that were once in the faith that are no longer in it. And it kind of hurts me now because, I, you know, coming from that perspective, I know how it is. And I know how hard life is. And, and it, this world, it seems like there is no hope. But hope is alive, people. And so I want to read you guys this. It's a book uh, by Doug Batchelor. It's called um, Broken Chains, Finding Peace for the Raging Soul. And the context is... Um, the book is about the the demoniac of Decapolis. Uh, it's the man that was uh, with, in chains, the madman, and and he has he had a legion of demons in him, and the whole city thought he was crazy, and he would cut himself up, and he was hopeless. This was the most hopeless man in this world, it seems like, in, in, and as an example in the Bible. And so the text is this. So it says, perhaps you have some dear family member or friends who have drifted far from God. Perhaps they are caught in a downward spiral of self-destruction. You might even wonder if your many prayers in their behalf are a waste of time. The good news is that if Jesus could reach this man, he can reach anybody. No condition other than death itself could have appeared more hopeless, no bondage more complete. This man was truly as far from God as we could ever imagine. In other words, there is always hope, so don't give up on your loved ones. And I want to encourage you guys all to just... Keep praying for those people. And, and um, you know, this Christian walk that I have in life, it's not easy, but it's worth it. I'll tell you that. Um, you see the most amazing things, and you, see that you've, you've, you meet the most amazing people. I've met people of different denominations. You know, sometimes us at Venice, we get focused on just our people. But, you know, Christians are, have many faces and many colors. And we are to love everyone, right? So I just want to leave you guys off with, uh, you know, just... Let's just continue to motivate each other and, and, and be positive influences in each other's life. Because I believe the young people and the youth have a big, big role in these times. And, and there's a lot of people being called to God. And, and just continue praying for people. Um, be the example and show them God's work in your life. Because when God can't reach people with his word, he sends his messengers. And then the third thing, let God do the rest. You know, there's a ton of things in life we can stress about. It's really hard. Have you ever been on Twitter or, or, or Instagram or something? There's just, there's so many things that can draw our minds away and just give it, get us stressed out. But, you know, we just have to hold on to our anchor and just know hope is alive. Jesus Christ as well. And he's doing amazing things. So thank you all. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.